Hey everybody, welcome back to Good Film Hunting. Uh, just a, it's a short crew this week, just me and Andrew here today. Yeah, what's up? Uh, first two-person episode, it's going to be a little bit different, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Yep, 4th of July week, roster's a little thin, but we're out here, we're grinding, we're creating content. Um, also, sorry for, uh, took a what, two-week hiatus, so... Uh, yeah, summer of fun's catching up to yeah, us. Yeah, you know. And you know what, that's that's alright, that's what it's all about. Getting ready for uh, moving into the real world soon, looking at jobs and moving and a lot of stuff going on, so... Yeah, but but we're back, and uh, we got we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're, going, we're going with Toy Story for one of the most anticipated movies of the summer, and the new Men in Black, which was pretty highly anticipated, too. Uh, we're starting with Men in Black here. Pretty, the reviews, we get the reviews here. Uh, how, how are they looking? So, the critics, which I, surprised me a little bit. They gave it a 22. It lower than I was expecting. 22. Audience, audience? audience gave it a 66. 66, yeah. I'm, see, I'm more with the audience on this one. It's, we had a friend go see it, and he said it was really bad. He said it was worse than Dark Phoenix, actually, which we did <laughs> a couple weeks ago to a, uh, to a fault. And I highly disagree. Like, it wasn't, it's not going to blow your mind, but it was a serviceable summer action movie. Yeah. I, Hearing our friend say that it was worse with Dark Phoenix, I went into this theater expecting the worst, and I was like, I, if this is worse than Dark Phoenix, I might leave, like, 20 minutes in. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I, I will preface this by saying I haven't seen any of the other Men in Black movies, which is very, no, I'm not proud to say that. Um, but I don't know. Like, it... I could understand because obviously the other the original Men in Black is pretty highly uh, regarded from what I know, but I mean as a just standalone movie, I could see I could see you being upset as a Men in Black fan in it just because like I don't know it didn't do a lot of anything new. It was kind of just boilerplate of an action movie where they just kind of did stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as a standalone movie, it was it was fun, I guess. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it's like the best movie ever. It's not the worst movie ever. It's kind of like, yeah, I mean, if you want to go to the movies over the summer, it's not a bad one to see, I wouldn't say. Yeah, no, I um, think, so I love the original Men in Black. Um, I don't think I've seen any of the sequels, but the original, I love Will Smith. I've seen that, all that good stuff. Um, the thing I really liked about this movie was... It's just fresh. It's new, so all the like, the aliens and stuff looked. They looked pretty good, yeah. And they had kind of some more creative ones that they could make compared to the old movies where they had were more technologically limited. Um, it wasn't. There were some funny moments, but if you like the original, um, there's you can't replace Will Smith, right? That's just impossible to do. Um, and they tried. Like they had the the little midget man who's in all the commercials. He was funny. Yeah, um, I think he was probably the highlight, honestly. Yeah, like, he was, he was good. He um, was definitely good. He's his the actor who voiced him. I'm pretty sure is uh, he's in Silicon Valley too. It's Dinesh from Silicon Valley. I don't know what his the actual actor's name is, but he's really funny in that too. So, um, yeah, he. I think he's in the uh, he's in that movie coming up where he's like the Uber driver. Oh, too. Stuber, yeah. the, the cop Uber thing. Yeah, yeah that was pretty so. funny too. I think he's he's honestly it's been interesting to see because I'm a big fan of Silicon Valley. Um, I've been following it since like the first season when it first came out. Um, I'm a big tech guy in general, so the, the uh, humor in that show hits with me pretty well. But uh, it's been interesting interesting to see that all of the actors and actresses in that show have come out pretty successful. Like pretty much everyone in that show I've seen in 
pretty major movies. I mean, Thomas Middleton's doing, I think, Middleton? Thomas Middles, I don't know. The main guy in it. Um, I think I got that last name wrong. But anyway, like that main guy, he's been in, he's the guy in like the Verizon commercials. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was in Godzilla too. He was like oh, the, really? yeah, he was the, um, like the new guy that replaced the dad who was like the, the commander oh, yeah, of like yeah. the thing. Yeah, he was in that. I don't know. It's been interesting to see that uh, all those guys are just in stuff. Yeah, just kind of dispersing. Yeah, yeah, that's always cool, especially when, like, when you watch a show and you were into it, to see him kind of go off and do other stuff. Like when you see like Jim from The Office doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's been, I feel like it's been kind of similar to The Office in that sense where like pretty much all the main characters are slowly starting to venture yeah, into like bigger kind of roles. Like, movies and stuff. Yeah, because I mean, they, they've done five seasons now, so it's kind of the same kind of thing where they, it took a, like a few seasons, but they started getting picked up by other big shows and TV and uh, yeah. movies, so that's been kind of cool. Yeah, but so I guess back to Men in Black. Um, I probably, I'm more with the audience, like a six or a seven. Um, like I said, it's not going to blow your mind, but it's entertaining. The fight scenes are pretty good. There's a couple good jokes in there. Um, and the mod, the uh, aliens look really good. It's not like the greatest plot line in the world. It's kind of predictable, but it, it was it was it's a serviceable summer movie, and I think that's just right on the head. I don't know why the critics hate it so much. I haven't really read a lot of reviews. the The consensus on Rotten Tomatoes was that um, it's amiable, but for or amiable yet forgettable, um, and it grinds its stars' substantial chemistry through the gears of a franchise running low on reasons to continue. All right, so it's more, they feel, if you look at it as a standalone movie, then I'd say it's serviceable, but I guess if you look at it in the realm of Men in Black, then it's probably, like, outdated and just they've gone too yeah. much here. I think it's more of a disappointment for Men in Black fans than it is, like, a bad movie. I think that's where it's getting all the hate. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could see that. I'm not, like, I, I like the first Men in Black. I haven't really seen much of the sequels, so I can't I've heard much. they pretty much went downhill after the first one. Right, yeah, so I don't know why that is the consensus, but eh, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I, that's... There's been a thousand summer action movies, and there'll be a thousand more. It's not... Yeah. If you're looking for something to do on your, on your break, on your vacation or whatever, it's a rainy day, and you're in you're in the Cape, and you're looking for something to do, go see Men in Black. It'll entertain you for a couple hours, and then you're not going to come out and want to kill yourself or anything. <laughs> was, it the, uh, was it the best action movie you've seen so far this summer? Better than Dark Phoenix. Godzilla? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's better than Godzilla. Uh, I don't know. It, like movie, probably a better movie. Was yeah. it more entertaining? Maybe. I think I gave Godzilla like a sixty-five. I think I'm gonna give this a sixty-five too. I think those two are on par. Like, yeah. I think. I I mean, they're you're going to them for different reasons because like right. Godzilla the fights were just really cool. The CGI was really good. Men in Black, the plot was like serviceable. It was just yeah. kind of like a fun story. Yeah, um, some, some funny jokes. Some the CGI fights. Yeah, the CGI in Men in Black was good, like you said, but I mean, it's not. It, it's something you've seen pretty much every movie nowadays. Like yeah. it's not impressive anymore, just because like everyone in the right, world, everyone yeah. in Hollywood can do it. It, it was kind of like the. Uh, it's kind of like we were talking about with Dark Phoenix. Like you'd go to the X Men movies to see those those mutants and stuff. Yeah, like you go to Men in Black, you want to see some funky alien characters doing some stuff. And there was some. It wasn't as big of a uh, plot point as it was. I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't really love the villain. I thought they were kind of weird, as opposed to like the old Men in Black villain. But the uh, the like Spectre dudes were really cool, though. Yeah, those they were guys cool. were pretty cool. They were cool. They come in pretty early, and then they just kind of do stuff throughout the movie. Yeah. I, sp- I mean, not that the storyline's great anyway, but I won't spoil it. Yeah, if you want to go see it. 
Um, but yeah, so I, overall, six, seven, I think we're in consensus there. Yeah, um, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, fun. It got the job done for a summer movie. I've said it a hundred times. Yeah, I'm, I'll end it by saying, I mean, if just don't listen to everyone that says it's like the worst movie ever, I would just go see it. I mean, it's probably a good like TV movie. If it's on TV, yeah. then watch it. I think that's where this one's sitting. Yeah, so. that, that feels right to me. And I, you see it on AMC, you got nothing else to do on a Wednesday night, you'll watch it. Yeah, or, I don't know, I guess if you just really want to go to the movies and you don't want to see any other good movies out, then go see that. Right. Or if you just see a bunch of movies. Yeah. Sure. It's not bad, but I think that's all we're going to do for Men in Black. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of chomping at the bit here. We just, full disclosure, we finished Toy Story 4 about an hour ago, and we're chomping at the bit to talk about it. There's a lot to talk about. Um, the first thing I'm going to say, it should say this in the description, a lot of spoilers here. Big spoilers. This whole movie is going to be spoiled if you listen to this podcast. So if you want to see Toy Story 4 and you don't want it spoiled, turn this off right now. Yeah. Shut it off. Stop where you are. Go see the movie. Then come back after you've seen it and get in on this conversation. If you don't really care, then listen on. Yeah. But for those that want to see this movie, this is going to be spoilers because there's a lot to talk about here. I think Eric gave enough of a warning, but just being entirely explicit, <laughs> we are going to spoil the end of this movie. It's not like we're just throwing in some like spoilers in the middle. We're going to talk about the entire movie, so don't ruin the story for yourself if you want to see it or if you're a fan of Toy Story. So, 98% of this movie is awesome. I was sitting in the theater, so to preface this, I heard they were making a Toy Story 4. It's been nine years since Toy Story 3 came out, which was 10, 11 years after Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 was 99, I think, and then Toy Story 3 was 2010, and this is 2019, obviously. So this is 20 years after Toy Story 2. And I was going into this, and I was like, you know what? Toy Story 3 felt like a good ending to the, the storyline. It felt like it wrapped it up well. I felt, I felt at home knowing that that was the last original Toy Story movie I was going to see. I think it's interesting, though, because I remember that being kind of the similar lead-up to Toy Story 3. Like, when Toy Story 3 got announced, everyone was like, why are they bringing this franchise back? Like, it was perfect to end it at Toy Story 2, and then it came out, and everyone was like, that was sick. Like, that was a great ending. And it kind of similar lead-up to this one. I See, but I don't, I don't know if I would say that Toy Story 2 wraps up the story as well as Toy Story 3 does. That's fair, yeah. Like, in Toy Story 3, like, you're, it's the transfer of, from Andy on. It's like, he's going to college. It's yeah. kind of like, it's the end of his childhood, so it's like the end of... And, like, that time's up well. Like, it almost felt like they waited nine years, so you could be like, wow, Andy actually grew. Like, That's fair. This is a real universe. I guess this, um, this one was, like, a little bit worse in that sense then. So, like... They're, one, reviving it for money is what it feels like, and then two, the story's already done, so there's no reason. And then I guess when three was coming out, it was just, why are they reviving it for money? It right. wasn't really, like, the story's wrapped up already. Yeah, so. so, like, so going into this, I was worried about it, and I was like, the story felt wrapped up, like, everything, Andy's childhood ended, they were on the Bonnie, their adventure was gonna, it was gonna go on in your imagination, like, you didn't have to watch another movie. And then this comes out, and I'm like, oh no, like, this is going down the road of Men in Black three and they're just they're grabbing at money they got the toy story name they got the rights pixar's bored they can't think <laughs> of anything original it's not true they always are coming up with original shit um and they're just trying to get people like us in the seats because they want our money because that's how these corporations work and i was very worried about it but we sit down and we're watching this movie and this movie is awesome this movie for it's an hour 40 runtime for an hour and 25 minutes an hour and 30 minutes 
this movie is awesome. It's it's it almost felt like Toy Story three was kind of like a heavy hitter because like it felt like it was supposed to be the end of the franchise. It was like emotional and stuff. Most of this movie was like it felt more like Toy Story one, and it was like funny and free. Like this might be the funniest Toy Story. I laughed out loud maybe the most at this one. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. This movie, like this movie, was very funny. They they, they made new characters who were all very well done. They incorporated like. They incorporated stuff from the universe, but it didn't feel like they were just putting out a movie to pander to you because you love Toy Story. It was like, it felt like a fresh new movie. And then the ending came. And I said this to my roommate when I walked in. You know that moment, I mean, you might not be a Christian or whatever, um, so it could be different for other people. But what I, from my experience, this is what I was saying. That moment when I found out Santa wasn't real and like, your earth just kind of shatters and like you look out and you're like, wow, I, what am I? Who am I? Wow, there's a raccoon up there. Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> um, who am I? What am I? And you're just broken. And that's how I feel right now after the end of that movie. Uh, before we get into that, what are, what are your thoughts, Andrew? I, I, I mean, so I came out of it very happy. I'm, I was kind of the opposite of Eric. Like I, thought I was going through this movie and I was like this movie's great um I agree with Eric and that it felt very much like the first two like it wasn't my problem with I, I still love Toy Story 3 but my problem with that one was the I feel like it was kind of carried by its ending like the I wasn't a huge fan of the storyline in the middle and like it, it felt kind of slow like it was just like all right cool the toys are traps they're in this daycare Woody's like, I'm doing stuff. And it's like, all right, cool. How am I going to get into this building? And then he like finally gets in and then they like talk for a while. And they're like, oh, I want to leave. And, he's, and then Woody's like, no, but like you guys got to like, blah, 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 blah. A lot of dialogue. And it's like, all right, now we can escape. And they do. And then there's the big like trash heap thing at the end, which that's kind of cool. And then boom, the ending. And you're like, wow, like it really hits you emotionally. But I think... It was so good just because the first two were so good. Like, the first two got you mostly attached, and then this one was just kind of like, all right, stuff's happening, and then boom, hits you in the feelings, and then that's that kind of carried the movie. This one's kind of the opposite for me. It was like, all right, this, like, the beginning, the full, like, first, whatever you said, the hour and a half of this movie was incredible. It felt like the first two super fresh, like, cool stuff was going on. Um, even, like, a half hour into it, I was like, they're just doing like the rope down um, when they like cast the rope down into certain areas. And they're, oh, like all swing yeah. down. Yeah, like the, the like the toy physics that yeah. they do, kind of the big keys of the first two, like Slinky, like the the crazy scene, obviously the moving scene, yeah, where uh, Buzz is flying and like that, like the and like you look back and it's just like it's not something that matters. It's yeah, just, like, the, it's but just then, cool. Yeah, but then you're into it and it's like wow. Um, I think that's what the third one was missing for me. It was like there was a lot of the action scenes with Woody by himself, and he was just kind of like climbing stuff and yeah. hopping around. Whereas this one, there's a lot of like camaraderie and like right, all yeah. the toys do different stuff, which was really cool to see. Um, and yeah, so that was killing it for me. The ending, honestly. So I was sitting through this movie and I was like, "How are they going to end this?" Like I couldn't. I was. It, it was. It was set up the whole way, and I was like, "They can't do this." They. It was set up from the minute that he found Bo Peep, and, I, and like they were talking about this. There was definitely some foreshadowing in there. And I was, I the whole movie, I was sitting there like, oh, there's like, there's no way they're gonna actually do this. There's no way they're actually gonna do this. And lo and behold, here I am. I don't know. So 
I... Alright, I'm just gonna... I'm, yeah, let's just spoil it. Woody leaves the group. Yeah. Buzz and, and Jesse and Bullseye and Slinky and Mr. Potato Head and everyone, they stay with Bonnie... After this whole adventure to find Forky, who's like this toy she made because she was struggling in kindergarten. And they go on this whole adventure. It's a big road trip. And at the end of the movie, they find Bo Peep and she's a lost toy. This is this has happened earlier in the movie. It's not the end. Bo Peep is like a big character in the movie and she helps him like recover Forky. And she's always talking about how like being a lost toy is nice and she's free and whatever. And at the end of the movie... Woody leaves his group, he leaves Buzz, and he leaves Jesse, and he leaves Bullseye, and he leaves Bonnie, and he becomes a lost toy with Bo Peep. And I'm not alright with that. I liked that ending, honestly. No. Why? Why did you like that? I think it kind of, I was thinking about it, I think it kind of completed Woody's character arc. Because the first, like, three movies was all about how, like, oh, he's, like, so loyal to his child, like, he has to stay loyal, he has to stay loyal, and then... I don't know, like, through the through all of the movies, he kind of, like, opens up more. He's like, all right, like, my kid's not the only thing in the world. Like, I have friends. Now, once he finds Buzz, that's kind of when the friendship thing starts, obviously. And the second one's, like, testing his friendship after he, like, finds that. And then the third one is, like, kind of tests his loyalty to his child. It's the first one where he, like, kind of starts breaking. Um, and then all of his friends are the ones that leave, and he, like, has to kind of figure that out with like do I stay in the daycare or like is Andy more worth it to be loyal um, and he, that's when he starts fighting with like not being the main toy too so he's kind of like fighting that internally and this one's kind of the, the finish to that of like alright he realizes because the movie starts off with or not starts but it's pretty early on in the movie where Woody doesn't get picked for the last few days like Bonnie's not playing with him anymore because she prefers um, Jesse and like she plays with Buzz a lot and all of her other toys um, and she makes Forky, and Forky's like her main toy. Um, but it kind of that keep it kind of continues on in the Toy Story three storyline, where like Woody's not getting played anymore, and he kind of has to like internally be okay with that. Which they did a good job with that in this one of um, even just like him going to kindergarten with Bonnie and like helping her out, just to make sure that she's fine and he's not like being selfish. So I liked that like character development, and that just kind of completes the arc. He's like, you know. I'm just gonna live my life now. I don't like my child's done with me. Like I've done my job, and I'm gonna go live my own life now. My my problem with this, with that, with that take on this is that the series is Toy Story. It's not Woody's story. Um, he's definitely the main character, like one, probably the main character. Um, but like you can't have this franchise without Buzz, without Jesse, without this, without the whole crew. You know what I mean? It's a unit, and they spent three movies building up this unit. Like the first movie. You bring in you learn you meet everyone and then you bring in Buzz who's like this yep. big character. Then the second movie like you have everyone, but then they bring in Bullseye and Jesse and it's like another dynamic and like they have this cohesive unit. And then the third movie comes and it's their unit and they're stretched and pulled because Andy's growing up and that's how things work and whatever. And but eventually at the end it's like this transfer and it's Andy's giving all his toys to Bonnie and it's everyone together. It's Jesse, it's Mr. Potato, it's Mrs. Potato, it's the whole group. And they're going to Bonnie and they're staying together and that's it. And you know what? Like all of them together, that's that's the stories. Them story keeping together. They came together, they rose, they fell, but they're together forever. And then in this one, it just decides, no, fuck that. Like that's not the ending we wanted. We want fucking Bo Peep 
who hasn't been around in 20 real-time years since Toy Story 2, they had to make a scene. They made up a scene for the sake of this movie. It's not like they referenced a real scene that happened. They made up their own scene to make this movie happen, to make, give Woody a love interest in Bo Peep. And I'm not saying like it was implied in the earlier ones that him and Bo Peep yeah. were in love and stuff like that. But to do that was ridiculous. After you, you ended on Toy Story 3 and everyone was like, wow, like that gang, I grew up with this gang, they're together forever. It's all about friendship and camaraderie and like the internal love that they have. And then you just blow it up for shits and giggles. Let me ask you this. How do you like it as... It changed, it changed the story. Like you said, it's Toy Story, right? It's not Woody's story. Let me say this. It's also not Andy's story, right? The four movies aren't about Andy's story. The four movies are about just life in general, right? So the toys themselves are a metaphor for life. They, they grow up through... It's almost... I guess it's, I'm kind of saying it's Woody's story, but it's a, it's a metaphor for growing up through the four movies, right? Woody starts as like the spoiled child... And then he finally, like, gets a friend, he, like, learns, he grows up a little bit. Now he has friends, they do stuff, they go to this point, and then Andy leaves, right? So that's kind of the end of the, the Andy arc, but they're still growing up. They're, like, friends, they kind of hit their stride. That could, you could say that's maybe, like, going through college. And this one is, like, he, he finds the girl, and he has to, like, say kind of temporary goodbye to his friends, and, like, he's going to go get married and go live his own life. He's settling down. It's kind of like... It wasn't a temporary goodbye, though. When I get married, I'm going to still see my friends. He's never going to see his friends again. You never know that. It, you almost positively do. I mean, they... Bo Peep said it herself. She's going to go explore the world. They're going to hop on a van and from the carnival. Maybe. But again, like, that, that just goes back to... The, it's not Woody's story. The, uh, my, like, my... How I look at Toy Story is... It's about the group of them and, like, every character... Even like like Rex, like a, like a minor character, but important. Like I wouldn't like this franchise as much if you took out Rex or if you took out Mr. Potato. Definitely, took, yeah. Like all all of them cohesively are important to the franchise, and to just fuck them like that is ridiculous. For Bo Peep, where you had to make up a, you had to make up this this scene of Woody and Bo Peep having this like terrible farewell. And she like asks him to come with him and stuff like. You're just pandering to Woody's Woody's huge ego. It's about it's about Buzz Light. What about Buzz Lightyear's development from this hardo to a less of a hardo who like loves his friends and like Jesse goes from like this like dejected reject of a toy to like loved by Andy and loved by her friends and Bullseye's in that same boat and even like they they join up with the new friends of Bonnie's and stuff like that and you're just you're you're getting rid of all the other characters that you've been developing over the last 25 years for the sake of Woody and having a love interest with Bo Peep. See, I don't, I don't view it as getting rid of them. I think it's just one of, one of the group is parting away and the rest of them are like still together, but like, but that's just, but, that's but just they, life. Someone... The end of oh, Toy, if it ended Toy Story 3, it was like, wow, like that's, that's the cohesion of the, that's the group ending right there. And then it feels like this one, like why nine years later where they have to, retcon basically a fucking scene like if they had had this plan come out in 2014 and have put this in somewhere it feels like they just made something up to put something in and this is like this is what they it felt like it felt like exactly what I was afraid it was going to be it was pandering to me to get more money which they got 
and they put something into the end so that people would be like, wow, like that meant something. No, it didn't. That was bullshit. That was bullshit that the whole premise of this movie was based off a scene. You had three movies to make scenes, and you're referencing something that no one's ever heard of in this movie. I would usually agree, but I'll say it's enough for me that she wasn't in Toy Story 3. Like, that yeah. feels like a deliberate action. I, I, well, I don't know if there was any other reason why she wasn't. Like, I don't know if yeah, there was licensing the or anything. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, or the actors, or something like that. No, she wasn't in Toy Story 3, and I was actually reading the, on this. There was, like, she's referenced in, like, at towards the end, they're like, oh, like, some toys have been, like, given away or sold or something, and she was, like, one of, like, the casualties, basically. And, like, that's fine, but it's not like she, like, it's not like you think about Bo Peep that much beyond that little scene in Toy Story 3. And then she comes back and just blows everything up. I guess. I don't entirely disagree, but I don't think I don't I don't view it as much of a problem as you do. I don't think. I think it took. I think I th- what it felt pandering because there there was no reason to do that after how they ended Toy Story three nine years later. Uh, because like the timeline, like we talked about with uh, Toy Story three, it at least felt like organic. It was like oh, like a couple years later, it's like ten years. Like Andy's going to college. Like that, I could buy that. This is not, nine years after, and it's supposed to take right. Take place right yeah, after. Yeah, it's immediately after yeah. Toy Story 3. Like, that, that, that is just completely ridiculous. That's fair. And it's not – so it's not like they had this plan the whole time. It feels like something that they made up along the way because they wanted to line their pocket and Tom Hanks got bored. Um, and the, my like – and we, I said this when I came out of the theater. Like if they had – if this movie was Toy Story 3 and that's how they ended it, then I think I could accept it. And I'd be like, wow, like that's – that's the that's the arc of of um, of Woody like and of them like Woody like he can't really live without Andy and like it's kind of like he served Andy's purpose but he's not meant for Bonnie like and he, and he can go off and kind of be his own I can buy that but the whole thing about Toy Story three was about Andy's closed but the group is together and they're like they're, the the two scenes in Toy Story three that you always remember are you talked about the trash heap scene. They're all together, holding hands, yep. ready to die together, like be incinerated as a group. And then they get saved. And then the claw. And then, yeah, and then the claw. <laughs> That's a sick scene. Um, and then it. the next scene, well, not like the next scene in the movie, the other scene you remember is Andy at the end, and he's got the box, and he goes, this is Woody, Woody does this, this is Buzz, this is Jesse, and it's everyone. Yep. It's about the unit. It's not about one person's, like, sadness or whatever, and, like, it's a ha- it's, it's sad, and it hits you. But it's happy too. So you're like, wow, like they're they're together. And then this felt like unnecessarily sad. Like it was, they came in and they just they they split it. And I don't know why. And I'm I'm upset about it. It's a group. It's the toy story. It's not Woody's story. It's not Buzz's story. It's the, together. It's them. And uh, I don't know. I guess we always had different views on the on the series then, because I always kind of viewed like Woody is the main character, which you said he was, but like I, I viewed it kind of as like his. His thing going on. Ah, see the I like yeah. I'm not saying he's not the main character. Obviously, he wouldn't make character. Yeah. But I think what makes Toy Story for me, at least, is there's plenty of movies out there with a good main character and a good series, of, a good arc on the series. Like Shrek has a good main character who has a good arc. Yeah, of course. And the thing about Toy Story is that I almost love the auxiliary, like the secondary characters, more than I love uh, Woody himself. Like I love Buzz Lightyear, huge Buzz Lightyear guy. Mr. Potato Head. Love Mr. Potato Head. Slinky. Like, those characters and the development that they made over the course of these three, now four movies were 
what made that series so good for me because they were all so unique and they had their like Rex, you know, like I say Rex and you're like a, a nervous dinosaur. Like, yeah. What does that even mean? And I say Slinky and he's like, you think Slinky. I say Mr. Potato Head and you think Jackass. And like, that was what made the story for me. And for them to kind of just like give a fuck you to that like cohesive unit. Cause they all, they, the, the, like, like you said, this is, all right, you, you, you were ridiculous. Fuck you. <laughs> you just said that you didn't like about Toy Story 3. That everything was Woody based. It was like Woody doing shit. I didn't like him being by himself for like the action stuff. I'm gonna we're gonna replay that. I didn't like him being by himself. But he wasn't by himself in this movie. He splits away from the group at the end. Like if they make a Toy Story five and he's just doing shit by himself, I'm not gonna be happy. But this whole movie, he was doing stuff with other people. Exactly, but that that the the fact that you were annoyed about him being by himself shows how the what I'm saying about the value of the group. Definitely, yeah. I wouldn't. I am okay with them splitting off. As like, if this is the end, I'm happy. If they make a Toy Story five and they're like, it's just about Woody and Bo Peep and all the new people, I'm gonna be mad. All right, I, I, like that's. I think that's. I think I'm. In the same boat, just one movie too late. If this was if this was the third movie, and like they had like at the end of two or something, they had kind of done this shift, or they shifted somehow with from Andy to um, this Bo Peep. Like if, if they just cut out the Bonnie nonsense, and sure. it was like Andy, and they went on a road trip or whatever, and like Andy was getting old or whatever, and it ended that Woody was going off by himself with Bo Peep. I think I could buy that, but. Coming after Toy Story three, where it felt like this whole like the whole point was to like show like all these characters together, like this is the unit they're going to be together, thick and thin, like going from Andy going to Bonnie. Like I, I left Toy Story three and I was like, you know what? Like they're going to get some crazy adventures with Bonnie. They're gonna like there's going to be Sid next door part two. Like it's going to be like my thought leaving that story was like, wow, they're going to do that, and then Bonnie's going to give them to Charles, and Charles is going to get on his adventures, and then Charles sure. is going to give them. To Alexis, and Alexis is going to get their adventures, and it was just kind of this cycle, and it was like, wow, like maybe, like Andy was the first, but maybe this started something, and now it's like you just took that, and it's like, no, no, it's all about, it's all about Woody, it's all about this thing made in a factory, and it's not, it's not, it's nothing about, it's nothing about this cohesive unit and like the thing that they can do. It's all about him and his stupid fucking voice box. I could definitely see that disappointment. I, I'm looking at more of like I appreciate the. Original three is like the Andy arc, and then now four, the fir- one through four is now kind of like the Woody arc. Um, I think if they try and announce a Toy Story five, um, that's not going to go well. Yeah, I like my and le- the only thing I could see them doing is that they like come back together, and I think that's just going to be like such a huge money grab. That's yeah. going to be so forced. Like, yeah, right. Oh, the guy, the other crew, like Bonnie's getting old and then right, the other yeah. crew's like doing stuff and then they somehow magically find Woody and then they're like, cool, yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're back together and then they're all free toys together. I don't know, like something like that. Yeah, like yeah. that would be so forced. That would be, that would be ridiculous. And like, yeah, I mean, and I'm not, I, like I said, I enjoyed the first hour and a half and I, they definitely put work into it. I'm not saying that they didn't like they just like mailed it in because it was it was good it was good it was funny Definitely. the characters were good um, the animation was incredible it looked awesome it like, looked really good every Pixar movie gets better animation wise and this one was like a yeah. huge step up I don't yeah. remember it was I don't even remember what was the last Pixar movie that came out 
I don't know. I'm not up to date on like the newer ones as much. Yeah, inside like the most recent one I can think of is Inside Out. That one looks great. Yeah, this uh, was like a huge step above that. Yeah, even though no, this looked really good. Um, my problem, like individually as a movie, it's a it's a good movie. You're gonna laugh if you like Toy Story. You're gonna like the movie. My problem is the disrespect for the the universe that they created. It it it, it just felt like what it felt like to me was the original writers had this plan one, two, and three. And it worked out. And then they got someone who, like, they got someone in a room with the Pixar director. And he was like, I had this idea after Toy Story 3 for an ending. Like, we're going to have to wiggle room a little bit. But, like, I think it could be really good. And the, the director was kind of like, oh, like, all right. Like, I can get behind this. And it wasn't, like, an original plan. It was kind of like like a tack on. It definitely felt like a tack on. I will agree with that. Like, and that's, like, that, like, did you think that Toy Story 3 felt like a tack on? No, just because it, it wrapped up the Andy That's story. my problem with yeah. it, is that Toy Story 3, I was... I, I agree, I think Toy Story 3 might be my least favorite, just in terms of an actual movie. I like, like obviously love the ending, um, but 1 and 2 were like awesome. Toy Story 3, I agree with what you were saying, but it felt like the complete package, and then it, this, this felt like they just they threw something on at the end. And that it was... It's frustrating to me because I love that series, and I don't like it to be defaced like this for what I feel like was just money. I, like I said, even if this was just like like two or three years later, like a normal timeline, I would have been like, oh, like I could have bought it a little more, I think. But the fact that this is almost a decade after three, it's like, did you like, is this really necessary? Would you have liked it better if all of them just went back with Bonnie? Like if that was the end, that they all just got back on the RV and drove off and that was just kind of like, all right, cool. I, I I would have liked it more. It wouldn't have offended me as much, but it would have then it would have felt like a serious, even more money grab. I think that's what I'm thinking. I now. think this at the ending, I think it was a money grab, and I think the ending is their attempt to shroud the fact that it was a money grab. That's I, how I came out feeling. I think it was going to look like a money grab no matter what. Like I don't think there was anything they could do to this movie to make it not look like a money grab. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it. I just enjoyed it so much because it felt like. Back in Toy Story One, Toy Story I, Two, I like I'm wholeheartedly agree yeah. with that. But for like I said, like I came in very nervous about this movie, but ninety five percent of it, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like I feel like I'm watching one or two. Like yeah. this is like if you put this right back with those, like watch them all side by side, it felt exactly like that. Like the action sequences, everything, and it was really good. Like the, I really liked. I honestly really liked the um, Gabby Gabby. And her ventriloquist dummies. That that was just nightmare fuel. Yeah, that for was sure. So for terrifying. Sure. For sure. But it was good. It was. It, it was, was good. It was like it was because like even like the first Toy Story like the the spider that's true head thing like they were they were like creepy and scary. That's true. I really liked those guys. Um, I couldn't. I was th- sitting there in the theater though. I couldn't imagine watching that as like a five year old like that. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. I think that like. Especially because the animation is so good in this one. I think right. that was significantly they were like scarier. Like, I was afraid. <laughs> yeah. 22 years old. I was like, Jesus Christ. I think they were significantly scarier than the, the first ones, like, amalgamations. Because at least yeah. those guys end up being, like, they, they end up being, like, the friends in Toy Story 1, where... Yeah, right. And I guess, like, they, these guys kind of end up being the friends. Like, it's a, it's not like they're, like, a real villain, like, they don't have, like, the one, yeah, the one they, thing I didn't, like, that kind of bothered me was they didn't have, like, an actual villain. And I get that kind of goes with, like, what, what, and, I mean, uh, what Woody's arc of, like, he needs to, like, pass on from, like, being, like, this loving Definitely, loyal yeah. toy 
Um, because like in the other ones, like you know, like Sid's the villain, and then the Minor Man's the villain, and then the Lonzo, the, Lonzo, yeah. yeah, the fucking pink bear. I will say they kind of basically just reskinned Lotso yeah, for uh, yeah. That was the thing that I didn't like for too. It was just kind of like this like like mob boss character who yeah. had some muscle around him. They were in their own little world in the antique shop, right? Or, yeah, or and uh, see, I liked I liked Lotso and. Um, Toy Story 3 came out it felt like he was a good villain and it, it felt like coming from 1 and 2 it felt like a like organic environment that could like I Definitely. was like oh like it's not just like Andy's toys it's like toys everywhere and like this guy like made this structure because he's, they're in a daycare and stuff and then like this one like it, it was just it was just a different skin it was like okay like, I see I did really like the setting in this one though it wasn't I liked if it was just the antique shop I would have been disappointed at it because the antique shop was basically a skin of Toy Story 3 but like that combined with the RV combined with the carnival was kind of cool. Like, yeah. I, I liked that whole environment and they're running around and um, going through the grass and stuff again, which that was very like Toy yeah, Story 2 Yeah, yeah they, cool. they, and then they had the lunchbox yeah. with, uh, in the kindergarten. Like there were some like almost like Easter eggs that were like, Definitely. if you're a fan of the series, you're going to appreciate this. And I get it. It just, I can't get over the fact that it felt like a huge money grab and it, it if I go back to what you said, if they had all gone back with Bonnie and it was a money grab, I think I would have been like, you know what? Like, okay, like they did a money grab, but at least they did it really well and I enjoyed it. This felt like they were trying to outsmart me and I don't appreciate that. That's, That's like, they, this This has felt like a fuck you. Like, oh, you're not going to realize this is a money grab because like <laughs> we put something at the end that you didn't expect. And it's like, it's still a fucking money grab. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Um, like I could, like if that, if they had gone with Bonnie, I would have been like, it didn't add anything to the series, but it didn't take anything away. Now that they didn't do that, I think it took something away from the series. I think the thing, too, is that if they... I'm interested to see if they do a Toy Story 5, because if they jumped into the RV, I think it would have been like... They set it up well enough that, sure, you can have a Toy Story 5. Like It's going to be another money grab, but at least like all the toys are together in the RV, then they could just do another Bonnie story. Like, right, sure, yeah. That could and, happen. and you know what? Like I'd be fine with that, I think. If... if they jumped in the RV and it did, like let's say this one was well received and they jump in the RV and they want to make another Bonnie story and it's Toy Story Five or Toy Story Bonnie Part Two or whatever. I'm fine with. I like Toy Story and if they're if they're all going to be good, then let them be good. Like I, like I said at the end of at the end of Toy Story Three, I thought that it was going to be like oh like they're going to go on adventures with Bonnie and like that's what the next arc is and. I could so I could buy into that. Even like if I thought it was going to be the end of the series, if they were doing good movies and I appreciated them and they weren't like tarnishing the series, I I would be fine with them making the money grab. I would I would relate it honestly a lot to um, the new like Star Wars trilogy where like this the whole like storyline finished with Star Wars Episode Six, but then like um, the Force Awakens and all those ones that are coming out, you're like. Doesn't add anything, but yeah, cool. It's like a fun story. Like I, yeah, I get to see like more the Star series, Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that's you like cool. the series, then fuck it, then sure. Yeah, like, if they had jumped back in the RV, that's what this would have been. It would have right, been like, all right, cool. I, I think I would have been fine with that. I because like I said, it was it was really good. It was it looked good. They created some new characters, but they hit on the old ones. It was funny, good action sequence, it was really good. But now I at this ending I feel like they took something away. I'm, I'm miffed about it. They definitely took something away, and I think they they're the door is not open. I think, well, I'm thinking about it more now as we're talking. I feel like the door is kind of opening, and I'm going to be mad if they do it. The, like the door is open in a treacherous way. If they had all yeah. gotten back in the RV, then the door would be wide open, and we would all know what was going on. It would be like, hey, like, if you want to keep, like, if you want to keep putting out 
Toy Stories that are equal to one and two and like in four now. Like if you want to keep doing that, go ahead because I love Toy Story and I'll see them all because like at a certain point it's just it'll just be a good movie and now that now they're open and like a you tried to end this once, got didn't like it, really ended it, and if you do something else, like it's just gonna be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, if they do the movie with like Woody Bo Peep and all them doing stuff as free toys, then yeah, be pretty or bad. like even if they don't call it like, what if they do like they don't call it Woody's Toy Story Adventure? 5? Yeah, like a spinoff. Yeah, I would be fucking I'm, pissed. I'm mad. I honestly, I. I mean, I could be wrong, and I, I might underestimate the greed of Disney and Pixar, but I kind of feel like they won't just because I would hope they'd realize that everyone would be mad if they, like, just axe Buzz Lightyear and, like, yeah. Slinky and Rex. And, but that, then, then that, that opens up the door for in 2029 or whatever. Fucking Toy Story 5, where it's, like, their reconciliation or whatever. Like it, That could definitely happen, too. I, see, I could see that happening. I, uh, I just really, I really just... Uh, like I like the movie. I really just wish they left. They let it die at Toy Story three. I wish that just was it, because uh, it just it just hurts. It just hurts that they had something that seemed to be perfectly like wrapped up. Like they're like you said, like Star Wars perfectly wrapped up, and you could just put it away. And like this was incredible. This was incredible. Something to experience. Like that's it. And now it's like they they've opened Pandora's box. If. I somehow say I'm Pixar and I come out and I guarantee you that this is the last one. Like we're not making Toy Stories anymore. Are you less mad about that ending? No, no. I'm, I'm equally. So mad. It's not, I'm assuming I'm assuming this is the last one. Okay, so you're not mad about the potential that they could make something? No, shit afterwards. because that's like I th- I like I think I think you hit it on the head. I think Pixar is smart enough that they realize. I hope so. This was. I really hope so. I I do too. I do too because I like again. I enjoyed this movie. I mean, it's I would just, have said the same thing after Toy Story three, though. So I mean, I guess you never know. I did say the same thing <laughs> after Toy Story three, but but at least Toy Story three, like you heard about this and you were like, all right, like I can I can see this chance possible potential. Like I don't that. see any chance of them making a Toy Story movie after that ending without it being absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, I know. Oh, I will I say, just... to break off from the ending a little bit, which you said this, I don't know. I don't know if it was just kind of, I don't know. I want to see your, uh, have you talk about it more. Um, you said they did the old characters well. I'm going to disagree a little bit. I don't know if they did. I was thinking about it. Rex wasn't in this much. Slinky's in it for two minutes. Mr. Potato Head doesn't do much. Mr. Potato Head did nothing. Rex, yeah. Rex did a little bit. He he yeah. had some moments. Ham's not in it much. But that, see, I, yeah. I, I mean, think they kind of axed the old cast a little bit. Like, Yeah, they, it's Woody's story. It's not Toy Story. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I didn't realize that like when we first watched, but like after no, said now that, I'm thinking like, about it. Yeah, you're kind of right. They kind of axed him a little bit. Like even like even that like Buzz of, and Jesse don't have. Yeah, like Jesse's in it a little bit. She does some things. Fuck this movie, dude. I still really enjoyed it. it I mean, yeah, it was that, like I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy it. I, that the fact that they axed him a little bit scaring me now though, because I feel like they're just they kind of set it up. They're to be setting like, the bridge right, to the next fucking yeah, Woody's adventure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rex, like, Rex was in it a little bit. Buzz had his moments because they felt the need to, but he wasn't, 
the integral character that he thought that he usually is. Neither was Jesse. I honestly kind of didn't like what they did to Buzz as much either. No, they no. kind of like I didn't, the inner voice thing was really funny, but it didn't really fit his character. No, because well. he's like, supposed to be like this, just like he always kind of did his own thing, yeah. and like he always had like a plan. It wasn't he. In all the other movies, he wasn't sitting around like, oh, what should we do? And then, like, hit his button and be like, oh, reach. That's, that's one of the things, like, right in the, early in the movie when him and Woody had that talk about, like, inner voice. I, was, I remember at that point I was kind of like, you're kind of, like, going a little too deep right now. Like, it, and it didn't, like, it, once you come full circle, it makes sense. But, at, like, after that happened, I was, like, very worried that they were going to, like, make this whole movie about, like, what it means to be a toy and, like, what it means to be, like, like a metaphor about what it means to be a person, like having a purpose and like right and wrong and stuff. And I was like, don't like, don't do that. And they didn't do that, but they kind of did. They did it in the background. They didn't like push it in your face. But that that scene in particular, I was like, why why are they talking so much about like morality and like your your conscience and stuff? It's not like I thought what they were gonna do was like make this like commentary about how like love creates forky and stuff and I don't even know like I don't know like what mean what it means to be a toy and like have it be a metaphor about something I don't know but did, yeah I didn't like what they did with Buzz, Buzz either it was kind of it was yeah because Buzz Lightyear is like I'm a superhero I can do anything I'm gonna just gonna charge in a battle and this he was like oh what do I do what is my voice telling me and like it was funny for a couple jokes but in terms of as as a character it was not. I think if they did it with someone else, it would have been fu- like it would have hit better with me. Like I still thought it was. I enjoyed it the entire movie. I thought it was funny the entire movie. Like, right. Yeah. It wasn't like it was just this ongoing joke where it got dry after t- two times. It was like kind of funny because um, they uh, use all of his voice lines from the previous movies. It's not like yeah, they're making yeah. stuff up. Um, but yeah, it was just because it was Buzz that like it felt like a retcon in his character and yeah, it just that. that that's how I want to, like, I, I feel like this whole movie is just a retcon on everything to kind of, like, change Toy Story almost a little bit. Like, it just, it just, it felt like they were like, eh, it's been like 10 years, they don't remember as much as we think they do, and, uh, fucking, we can just fix some stuff, <laughs> and that's it. And, like, that's, like, they, like, they put, like, that scene with Bo Peep to start the movie, like... I was fine with that. I don't. I, don't, I was not. I don't I was, see your anger towards it as much. But. It just like because it, it wasn't like Bo. Like yes, Bo Peep was a big part of one and two. I will give you that. And but she didn't matter in three. And it just it felt like this thing that they created just to make another movie. Like and if that scene had actually happened and they referenced it, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like this was something that ha- if that happened in Toy Story two or even at like even if, the, if that was the start of Toy Story three. Like, if that was the, the like, uh, preliminary to, like, them getting rid of all the toys, then I could buy that. But it wasn't. It was something they made up in between. You had Toy Story 2, and then you had Toy Story 3. And they put that in between them. For no reason. Well, to get money, to line their pockets. That's why they did it. I don't know. Like, I... Like I said, I said this earlier too. If she was in Toy Story three, and then they did this as like a, after Toy Story three, Bonnie just gets rid of her. I would have been more mad, but it felt like. I mean, I agree that they just did it to make a storyline, but it didn't entirely feel like they just made something up. Like it, it at least the fact that she wasn't in three felt a little bit more deliberate. Like they kind of had something going on there, and then they like threw in a scene to be like throw something. They they it felt like they made up the backstory, but they didn't make up like. Her just being gone. 
kind of thing. Like I, that, I was fine with that. I yeah. I'm okay I mean, I, I'm I get I'm good with that too. It just I don't know. It's like I also I did I liked that scene just because it was like back in Andy's house and like oh classic scene, yeah. good scene. But yeah. Toy Story is not the kind of franchise where I want to see the start of a movie as ten years ago. Like that's fair. Like that's not what this this franchise is about. Like that's. You, that's usually something stupid that they do to start <laughs> movies. Like, rarely is that a good start to a movie. That's fair. I'm not as mad about it, but it just, that's, I, it just, I can understand the disappointment. It just encompassed everything that I felt that I didn't like about this movie, is that it was just kind of pandering to, like, we, they know people love Toy Story. We're going to change it a little bit, but not enough that you're going to get mad. But enough that you might get mad, but probably not. And we're going to make another movie, and you're going to come see it. And... Then we're going to, at the end, we're going to make it seem like it was this story arc thing, but that's not what it was. Like, if that was a part of the original written story, then we would have released this six years ago, not ten. I don't know. Yeah. So, what is, other than the movie, so I think I think the general consensus on the movie is just that it was good, like, as a standalone movie, bunch of fun, great action, it felt kind of. It felt like a cash grab. They retconned some stuff that wasn't really needed to be retconned of like Buzz's character and all that kind of stuff. But overall, it was like really solid. What's your What's your ranking? I want to hear the list of the the four movies. What's What's the order? Do you want me to give mine before you? Yeah, you give yours. I'm gonna go. Toy Story Two is my favorite because I don't know that one's just a classic. I mean, you you can make the argument of the original one just because it's like the the one that started it all but I think Toy Story 2 hit on I like the introduction of um, Jesse and Bullseye yep. and yep. Prospector was a really yeah, cool yeah. villain Toy Story 2 like, I think it's my favorite yeah so I think I think it was uh, Toy Story the original one has the whole like they invented the idea of the, the actual story but then Toy Story 2 was kind of the, the advancement and the, the perfection of, of that story so right. I think Toy Story 2 is the best I, I honestly think it's a toss-up before to, between four and one for a second. I'm going to go one, though, just because it is the classic and they, yeah. they, it created the series. I four, but three. I think four had the – at times had the better um, just toys, like, doing stuff. So, and, like, this, so this is what I'm stuff. thinking about, about, about this. So I'll go I'll – go, just to finish up, yeah, I'm going yeah, go, yeah. to go two, four, or two, one, four, three. And honestly, individually as movies – I think I agree with that. I think if I were to, like, not know anything and I was just to pick one up, like, Toy Story 2 is definitely I, by far yeah. my favorite. Best villains, best everything. Like, I love that one. I could... This one and one, like, obviously one is classic. This one's really good. It's really, really good alone. And then three, like we had talked about, isn't... Like, it's more about the plot. Yeah. But because it's in this universe and the plot does exist, I probably go... Two, three, one, four. Really? You yes. know, three is the second one, like because in the universe. Three, like yeah, because just because it's such a great wrap up. Exactly, and that's like that's why I okay. love the franchise. It's just that one, like that just hit it home. Like I'm not like obviously Toy Story one's a great movie, but yeah, of course. And like you said, like two is obviously good. Oh, whatever. Um, but four, like it just it just feel, it felt like it broke this kind of mystique around it. And three, not the best action, but for what it did for the plot, it's like the opposite of four. It's the, much, as yeah. a movie, it's not as good, but for what it did for the universe and stuff, it is unbelievable. 
and that's why like I I care more about the whole universe and the whole arc of the story than I do about the individual movies themselves. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair take. Which is why which is why I'm so mad about four. I will say a critique of the whole series. Interesting. Is right. which it's a kind of ridiculous critique, but it's my critique. Toy Story Two, best one, which for a lot of reasons, but one of my big reasons for why it's the best one is Emperor Zerg, and they never brought him back. I loved Emperor Zerg. I do love Emperor. Like Zerg. that empty that opening the, with Toy Story Two of like fight yeah, Emperor Zerg the, and like plus like like the Emperor Zerg was just so cool. The, the best thing about Toy Story Two was the villains. That's yeah. why it's probably the best one. Like, Zerg Prospector, Zerg Prospector, the, the, the chicken, chicken, chicken owl, big owl, big owl guy. Yeah. Um, all of them are awesome. Like even like my favorite scene in that movie is when he, he brings them to like the refurbisher. Yeah, and he the, like, the, the guy with the glasses. I fucking love that scene. Um, that's and like in the first one, it's Sid, and it kind of Sid's a good initial villain to kind of get you into the world, like the the bad kid next yeah, door. Yeah, I feel like tells, it, it fit in the the environment. Really right, well. it was like very believable. And in three, like Watso's good, um, but. I, I I really like two because it's they have Zerg who's obviously awesome and they have Prospector but I like having a, a human villain too I like I like having Big Al be the like overarching villain and then they also have the Prospector and like it they, they just melded that very well it almost felt like cause the thing I like about two is that it's it feels like it's in in society it's in it's like in the world definitely and it's yeah. just like a world inside of a world i think they hit on that a lot too with like g- crossing the street going to the apartment building like, yeah there's a lot yeah of, like, like that scene under the cones yeah. and stuff like i fucking like that like that's awesome and one felt like that too because they had like a human villain and then three it was kind of it was kind of the meshing of them was yeah. it's like you have this toy universe that's inside this universe but they're they're coming together here and that's the transfer and then Four almost feel it's like almost all about the toys, and I think three is all about the toys too. It's just the the ending. Like the, the, the only thing about the, three that matters is the ending. Like I agree, sure. I agree about that. Yeah, but, sure. Um, I, when I talk about three, I'm talking about the ending. Okay, that's, that's what matters, Fair and that, that's and that's like that that scene where Andy's with the box and he's handing over the toys and saying, "This is what he this is what he does. He's the sheriff. He's the man. And this is his horse, Bullseye. This is Buzz Lightyear. He's like the muscle, whatever." Yeah. Um, that's like the the union of like the characters you've been knowing, but like the bigger world they're living in, and then like this one, it's like it's you know I I don't care I didn't really care I don't care about Bonnie I don't care about her parents and all that <laughs> kind of like none of that mattered it was only about the toys and that kind of like I don't know just it didn't it didn't do it for me it just it felt it it just I, I've said it a thousand times it just feels like a money grab like I don't I don't know yeah but I could definitely agree that two is the best one. Let me ask you this now, too, because you, you mentioned the, the ending scene in 3, like, a few times now. Is that your favorite scene across all Toy Story movies? Scene? Yeah. So, again, like, individual scene, my favorite individual scene is probably that, um, the refurbisher, like, doing the okay. painting. I yeah, love, like, fair. just aesthetically, like, that is, like, a beautiful, that's, that's a great scene, beautiful yeah. moment. In terms of, like, how we've been talking about the overarching like story like i care so much about this universe and like growing up like watching these movies and like these things like it matters to me like these characters so the end of three like just spiritually means the most to me okay but like if i were to be like 
if an alien came down and they were talking about Toy Story and they were like, show me the best Toy Story scene, I would say that that refers. I love like this musically, like that's a, yeah, that's a good pick. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Um, we're kind of getting off Toy Story four. Right? I just love talking. I, about I, Toy I, Story I'll talk about all Toy yeah. Story. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna say my favorite one is. Um, the beginning of Toy Story 2, the, the video games or yeah. like, toy, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I just, that's that, an awesome one. Like, when that comes on, I just, like, I feel just, like, content and happy yeah. inside. Yeah, just, that's like, a good this, one. Like, I don't know, nothing, no other movie has made me feel like that scene did. Yeah. It's just, like, every, and every time I see it, too, it comes on, I'm like, wow, like, this is awesome. Like, yep. It's just fun. Yeah. I feel happy. Yep. It's just awesome. No, um, that's definitely a good one. The um, the plane scene at the end of Toy Story two that one's that one's good. Yeah. The 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 moving truck scene Toy Story one that one's awesome. I love in Toy Story one when they first kind of sneak into Sid's house and they find all the creations and stuff. That's a good scene. Yeah. And the dogs around the Pizza Planet Toy Story one. That's Pizza a good Planet, one. Yeah. With, like I love oh, the alien dudes. Yeah, those guys are I, awesome. I'm, I was disappointed that they didn't come back in Toy Story four. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know where they, I don't think they were in. I don't know where they went after three. Like they did the claw to save them from the garbage, but yeah. then I think they just kind of disappeared. I don't think they went back to Andy's, which is kind of sad. But. Yeah, and and that's the thing about Toy Story, especially this Toy Story is like Toy Story one and two were like really fun, and like really just out, like fun Disney movies that like kids love and adults love because they're just good. And then Toy Story three made it this like. It wasn't really, like, this big emotional thing. Like, in Toy Story 2, Jesse has that monologue about, like, how yeah. he had a girl and stuff and whatever. And it definitely was always there, but it really became a big part of the series in Toy Story 3. I feel like Toy Story 3 kind of made it Andy's story. Like, Andy in 1 and 2 was just kind of, like, the vessel for the toys to do stuff. And yeah. then in 3, it kind of turned it into his story. Yeah, I can buy that. And, like, and that's fine. Like, like I said, I really liked the ending of Toy Story 3, and it felt like a good completion... Because like because the movies didn't take themselves too seriously one and two and then they, they kind of got a little serious in three but like you could it felt okay it felt okay that they were doing that and then this one just feels like they're almost like doing too they're just doing too much with it it's like you had these it it, it, it was fun and it was good but I don't know it just it just it didn't it didn't hit home for me I will say one more one thing I want to bring up for uh, Toy Story four is which I noticed and I think I like said yeah or something in the theater like i was super excited um it was a very small detail but i appreciate it a lot so um you know when bo peep they first it's when they first meet uh the motorcycle guy or his name is Kaboom yeah. or whatever yeah so they go into that he uh, was funny he was funny. yeah he was awesome he was great yeah. which apparently is keanu reeves yeah. so that's cool he was hilarious um but you know when bo peep like first does she types in the the code into the uh um slot machine or whatever and then opens up the door to go into the club that's in the slot machine. The toy that greets her at the door, um, it was the guy with like the the uh, whatever those are called. Yeah, yeah. The thing he's he has a drum on his back. Yeah, that toy is the toy from the original short that Pixar made. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's unreal. Yeah. So I got super pumped for that, which it made sense because he was in the antique shop. So it was like, oh, our our old toy, and. That was just a. Re- I really thought that's that was unreal. awesome. Yeah, that's like, unreal. I didn't know that. That's Pic- huge. Pixar is great about doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, like yeah. They're... Like it, it felt good, like a Pixar movie, like we had said before. Uh, they had the lunchbox scene. And yeah. they had they had scenes that you were like, oh. This I'm is sure there's other ones that we missed too. Like, yeah, there's, there's usually some really small. Um, they went to Dynaco for the gra- gas station. That was right, cool. Yeah, like from um, um, 
I think that's in the in the second or first Toy Story, and then that's the gas company in Cars Two or Cars or whatever. You know what? I, you know what so I'm thinking cool. right now. You know how the the like the carnival game guy was listening to that music. Yeah. I wonder if that's the same music that the truck guy listens to in Toy Story Three. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if it's something like that. Yeah, I could see that. It was like the, the heavy metal, like whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything else about Toy Story Four, the Toy Story in general? I think that's basically. I definitely wanted to hit on the the little the toy guy. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think it's ten ten something, that's ten sweet. ten or something. That yeah. is sweet. Um, yeah, I wanted to hit on that because I thought that was really cool. But um, I don't know, Forky. I really liked Forky. As a I liked Forky. Forky was good. He I was funny. Fun. He was funny. I loved his starting thing where he just jumps in the trash. Yep. Like that was funny. Yeah, he was funny. Um, yeah, I which, the, the key and peel. They were funny. Yeah, as the the bear the and the duck. Yeah, um, yeah. I just. I was glad Forky was actually good because I was worried going into it. He seemed kind of like a forced character that was just going to kind of be there, and they just wanted to make a new character. But he actually was really good, right? And he had like he had a good story arc and stuff like that. Yeah, and like he had a good reason. It made sense in the in the actual story and in the environment and the the world yeah, exactly. story too. So it was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I just if you if you like Toy Story, you'll like the movie. I, I think I, you I, have to see. Yeah, it. you have to see it if you're a Toy Story fan. It's just. And you might really like it because, like you said, like it, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it, I think. I don't know if there's anyone who's just like, oh, that was like a good Toy Story movie. You know what I mean? I don't know. There might be. Like it – if you're not I, I like, don't know. We're two people that really care about Toy yeah, Story. Definitely. So if, you, if you're just like somewhat indifferent on Toy Story, you'll probably enjoy it just as a – like, oh, if you're not like emotionally attached to the stories, but like you enjoy the movies themselves, you'll definitely like this. Right? One. Yeah. Like, you'll love this for one. sure. For sure. It's definitely yeah. Especially yeah. And I I will say I think this was the funniest Toy Story. Definitely I think this was, by far. This was the most. Key and Peele killed it. Yeah, they were hilarious. Um, Dude, kaboom! Like the Keanu movie. Reeves was really funny. Yeah, yeah he was hilarious. Rajon, whatever the guy's name. Yeah. Was. That was that just was so funny. On Boxing Day. Yeah, that was so <laughs> funny. That was like the best joke in the movie. Yeah. Did you um, see he jumped? He was jumping over a uh, yeah. hockey rink too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was he, that was just hilarious. Yeah. yeah, hilarious. Looks really good. It's not. It's not just like they threw something together to get you in the theaters. It's really. It is well done. It's just. Uh, I don't know. It's just. It's just emotionally. I can't. I can't buy into it. Yeah, you can tell they put a lot of work into it, but no, for sure. It's that, not. They didn't just mail it in just to get you in the theaters. They did try to put out a good movie, but it, at the end of the day, it does feel like it just. Not, it feels unnecessary. Definitely. Yeah. And. Just on the cash grab point, I we when we were on the train back, I did see a kid sitting in front of us with a Toy Story four shirt. So yeah. they're definitely they're yeah. killing it on the merch sale. Yeah, so. Of course they are. Who knew you knew they would? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a cash grab, but it's still a great movie. They yeah. they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, they did. Pixar doesn't disappoint. They haven't disappointed me yet. So yeah, no, for sure. Go for see sure. it, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So that's all. That's all I have about Toy Story. Um, we'll come back next week. Hopefully, Brian will be back from his hiatus. Uh, what do we got in the docket? Spider-Man's out. Spider-Man and something else, maybe. Lion King's coming out soon. That's probably out there. Another, yeah. another classic revisited. We kind of we kind of lost the uh, once-a-week schedule, so it's possible that we come back with Spider-Man Lion King next week, but yep. maybe Spider-Man in a small movie. We'll see. Yeah, I think, I think, I think post-4th of July, we're going to come back hard and give you a lot of content for you, you valued listeners. Um, keep interacting with us on at uh, film underscore hunting. It's, we're having a lot of good conversations on there. Um... And yeah, I don't, I don't. Anything else? Anything else? But maybe Ben Black or Toy Story or no? I think I'm good. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. So we'll catch you next time. And uh, happy hunting, hunters.